1: To the hammer and nigel show my name is nigel jason hammer right over there we'll go to the dot com hotline and bring back an old friend rob sabatini longtime bar owner in broad ripple the broad ripple trifecta rock lobster mine shaft average joes rob thanks for coming back on the show how are you hey,
0: hey thanks guys you know i'm good um thanks for having me back it's been uh, almost two months. Well, you know, it's the I least spoke. you
1: could do because the money, I, uh, the amount of money I've spent at your establishments, <laughs> I sent like three of your kids to college. So
0: you, you know, and, and it's good because I don't have any kids. So <laughs> it's it all different. in your pocket.
1: Hey, um, so okay, let's start at the beginning here. The Broad Ripple Village Association announced that all bars and restaurants going to shut their doors at, at 1 a.m. every day until further notice. I want to get your thoughts on that, but. Before we get to that, take us back to Saturday night when all this started, and there was talk of gun-free zones, and there was a shooting Saturday night into Sunday morning. A few people, unfortunately, lost their lives. What do you know about that, and what went down?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you can kind of you can kind of take this back, really, two years to when they announced this uh, this project, uh, this redo Broad Avenue project. And one of the things that was failed to be mentioned in, in really anything, maybe there has been a little bit more now, but initially the press conference and, and the initial reports, uh, nobody has really, really gotten to the point where there is basically from Guilford Avenue down to College uh, a completely closed-off, seven-foot-high fence around Broad, Ripple, around Broad Ripple Avenue right mm-hmm. now, uh, leaving two really, really narrow corridors on the sidewalk. Um you know, uh, personally, I mean, I've always always been uh, always been involved in safety up here, you know, I was I got a an accommodation from the city county council back in 2007 for public safety. so i'm I'm pretty aware of the kind of stuff that goes on up here. So one of the major things uh, right off the bat for me was was at least with in, in uh, with my bars was the safety factors with this, fencing that was going to go up. And we made we made big issues about it. Uh, my insurance company came out and looked at it, deemed that it was very unsafe. I ended up losing a $1 million umbrella policy because of the unsafeness of it. Then on, on June 12th, they finished the first phase of the project and they went to the second phase. And at that point in time, we were all under the assumption that the fence was going to Start at the edge of Rock Lobster and and move its way, move its way uh, west on Broadpool Avenue. But instead, they blocked off the entire street. So now you have uh, basically unattainable fencing from Guilford Avenue all the way down the street with a seven foot high, seven foot high.
1: And what makes it so unsafe? It's just that it's keeping people in close proximity. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, if you're just
0: walking down the street, it's not safe. But but for for nightclubs for nightclubs exiting uh, exiting customers uh, close quarters yeah. and especially when you throw in a loitering factor I mean you have potential problems so after after notifying uh, and talking or emailing uh, local agencies none of them were too concerned about this being an issue or anything and then and then Saturday night came along so now you've got the fence line on the other side of the street, and there's some issues on the other side of the street with several establishments but but that fence line, you couldn't have jammed another person into it. they were just they were just wall to wall. it was wow it was like the rock lobster is on on New Year's Eve sure basically so you can you can uh, you know but this is all outside one of the things that needs to be noted it, it happened around a little bit after two o'clock. This all happened on the other side of the street in the middle of the block. It didn't happen didn't happen on Guilford and Broderville Avenue like some people assume it did. This happened in the middle of the block. At the point that it happened, Kilroy's was closed. OPT's was closed. The alley cat was no longer taking customers. Broderville Tavern was closed. All three of my establishments were closed or not taking any more customers when a fight broke out on the other side of the street before the shooting occurred. But this fight on the other side knocked the fencing down, and now you've got people brawling in the middle of the yeah. in the middle of the of the construction zone. So, without a real plan, you know, one of the things we had I had asked the IMPD is what their emergency and response plan was, and they told me they had that, and they obviously weren't as prepared as they possibly could have been, and they were trying to react to this shooting through. Crowds of people running the opposite direction. When the ambulances came to respond, they had to respond from about a block and a half away because nobody could get down into the section where the people, you know, where the people were shot. Because it was all—it's ridiculous. It was all blocked off by the by the construction project. So, like I said, we got up in the morning on on Saturday, and a couple things that are of note was when we went to bed on Saturday night at 6 a.m. There were 116. There were 116 comments on the citizens app about this particular incident, and when we woke up on on Sunday morning around noon, there were 15. So there were a hmm. bunch of so there were a bunch of comments deleted. wiped off, yeah. deleted. Yeah, and this was after they had their their press conference. When well, the press conference, they didn't mention anything about the construction, anything about the fencing. You know, they said there were a lot of police officers there, but there weren't any any police officers really. Directly attending to the problem on the other side of the street, which was the uh, you know, which was the, the the vast number of people that were inside that inside that fence line. So, um, you know, that's kind of what happened on on the Saturday night. So, we had a meeting yesterday, and it was it was basically you know you know to fight any preconcepts preconceptions on on what it was. It was actually called by the bar by the bar community uh, because you know we have just we've just been pushed around and we've had enough of, of what goes on up here and I mean no matter what happens you know if you have 80 shots fired and nothing's done you have a pretty good idea that nothing's going to be done unless something drastic happens and and you know I mean we all know that the reason why this has become an issue is because there were three people killed, and not because it was just another act of violence and broad ripple. So, all the excuses are always the same, you know. You can't solve personal conflicts with gunfire, right? You know, problem parenting.
2: Rob, let uh, me jump in here real quick. Jason Hammer yeah. here. So the. Basically, Broad Ripple Village Association, they say, all right, you guys all have to shut down at 1 o'clock. To me, now, I'm not a business owner, but to me, that seems like this is leadership blaming business owners in Broad Ripple for a bunch of the situations that you guys had nothing well, to do with.
0: The, the BRBA host, hosted the meeting, but it was the bar owners themselves that came up with, with the solution. I mean, I mean, it's just such an— I mean, unfortunately, it's just such an unsafe situation that most of us were closing before one or one thirty anyway. So uh, this this meeting was facilitated through the BRVA, but the BRVA—I I don't want to, you know—I don't want to throw them under the bus because the BRVA did nothing but uh, nothing but but host the meeting and let us make our own decisions. And and this was a unanimous vote by us as bar owners to do this because because we know that if we do this, then. It'll be a hundred percent on the city and their and their response to that to get this problem cleaned up for us. Because, is there a
2: concern about a loss of revenue uh, well, for the places that wanted to stay open? Well, the, the the loss of revenue
0: is is so extreme right now up here that that it doesn't it's not going to make that big a difference. And in fact, you know, they talk about problem problem properties, and and when we got into the meeting yesterday, the only the only people that felt it was it was necessary to move forward were the problem properties, and the reason the problem properties obviously want to stay open is because this kind of activity is very profitable for them. So
1: there are business owners um, that are problem owners, so to speak. Oh, there are oh, bar oh, operators.
0: Yes, yes, there. Are. I mean, I mean, yes, there are. And like I said, that's the third. That's the third one they always point the finger at. But they've been pointing the finger at the same at the same businesses for businesses and. Things for for many many years. What kind of things are they?
1: Are you doing and they're not doing? Because as far as I know, I've never seen. There hasn't been a shooting in a nightclub. It's always been outside where the no, public is.
0: No, no. It it's. I mean, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to want to narrow it down, it's it's who you're targeting as your as your uh, clientele base. What kind of music you're playing inside your your places? What the what the theme is of what you're doing inside and and you know, in this particular case, i mean, in this particular case, this is just i mean there was nothing really open. so in this particular case, this is just this is just a bad law of not allowing or of not doing anything about loitering in the street i mean this is a this is more of a loitering in the street problem than it is a bar problem or anything else. so it's kind of our hope that if we can get get sh- shut down, i mean there's no there's no customers any of us want after 1.30 anyway.
1: been talking a lot about the crime in Broad Ripple, how it's affecting the bars and businesses. Rob Sabatini is a longtime Broad Ripple bar owner on the DriveHubo.com hotline.
2: Uh, you mentioned it's a loitering problem, Rob. and One of the things that I heard from another bar owner was a lot of the problems, honestly, are folks that aren't going into the clubs. They're not even old enough to be there. They certainly have a rap sheet, possibly not legally able to have a firearm. That seems like it's a little bit of a problem too. Are you seeing any of that?
0: Well, oh well, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said the last time we talked. First of all, if eighty shots doesn't get people's attention, yeah, you know, um, you know, just I mean, in my opinion, a lot of this could be could have been prevented or, or lessened. But you know, the people that got shot were between twenty-two and twenty-four years old. Um, you know, there there are a lot of people out there. They're not necessarily. You know, they're not necessarily all all minors. There's some there's some older older people out there too. I'd say the the crowd is between twenty and and thirty years old. I don't see very many 16, 16 year olds that I would call sixteen year olds running around the neighborhood. But but they come out at the the crowd comes out, big crowd comes out to hang out on the street at about one thirty, two o'clock in the morning and there's no intention of going into going into the bars. There's way more there's way more people that can ever fit in the bars, so, you know, they bring their guns, they bring their their bottle of booze, and they just hang out in the street. And yeah. because there's no loitering or, any, or no loitering laws or anything, that they are just allowed to do so. So it's so so it's our hope that by closing at one thirty, we're able to close down ourselves as a a destination. And city officials ha- have promised to clear the streets out, and that's why the thing went into effect to to try to close by 130 and then it's up up to the city and they can quit blaming us as yeah. as people that that are complicit in this problem because it's not our problem i mean like i said when this went down there was nobody open because it wasn't safe enough to be open
1: rob Zabatini, rock lobster average joe's Mine shaft broad ripple trifecta i hope you guys have a better weekend uh coming up than last weekend i hope you have a wonderful fourth of july rob keep us updated and we'll talk to you soon
0: Okay, thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.